Welcome to Live Let Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome back to another exciting episode of Live Let Thrive. And we are recording this time, correct? Yes, we are. Okay. <laughs> Just want to make sure. Yep. There's a recording button. Uh, we are back, man. How you doing, Micah? I'm good, man. Yourself? Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Got a lot accomplished. Got a trip to Mexico this weekend. So Let's I had to get a, get a lot of, you know, loose ends folded up before I left. So um, we are doing a podcast. And this is episode 185 of your favorite Airbnb, VRBO, HomeAway, Uber, Lyft, Turo, all of that share economy stuff podcast in the world. This is Live, Let, Thrive coming at you from Fort Worth, Arlington, in Texas. Oh. <laughs> we have a special guest today, Jamila Godwin. How you doing, Jamila? Hey. I'm, gonna... <laughs> I'm good, thanks. <laughs> I'm going to read what you wrote me, you wrote me to say, <laughs> if that's cool. All right. Sure. First and foremost, uh, she is a mommy to a one-year-old little boy. As a profession, a graphic designer and marketing professional by trade, and she works full-time doing this. Uh, to, to add to... See, I keep... You put it in eyes and mys, so I have to change it up in uh, my brain. It's no big deal. I've just <laughs> got to think on the fly, and I'm not... You know, here we go. And to, to add to her income... She operated an Airbnb turned short-term rental due to the pandemic. With the knowledge gained from operating her rental, she leveraged her design capabilities and created templates geared towards those operating vacation rentals. These templates include welcome book templates, welcome cards, and other various Airbnb signs. Welcome, Jamila. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Yeah, let's jump into it. How did you start your Airbnb journey or your short-term rental journey? Um, Well, I um, bought a property in 2016 and um, I rented it out, the main property for a bit, and it had a garage on it. So um, after renting it out for two years, I decided to turn my garage into an apartment. But I said, um, I want to do Airbnb. I was having some trouble with my tenants. I wanted to just have a break from being a landlord. So Airbnb for me was the best way to go. Mm -hmm. So that's how I got into the market. Um, Being from Bermuda, it's a travel hot tourist destination. So it was pretty easy to get into. And where my home is located, it's centrally located. You can walk to the city center. You can walk to the beach. It's a little convenience store next door that closed late. I'm near you. bus stops. So it was perfectly located for an Airbnb. Um, Started the Airbnb and it pretty much immediately took off. And next thing I know, the pandemic hit. Mm. And as a new mommy, I was just like, I don't know what's going to happen. Although I lost some bookings, I actually say pretty booked. Um, A lot of college students were coming back home and they needed a place to quarantine, to study. And then I was just fully booked for like two weeks, three weeks at a time. So once that died down, um, I went into the short-term rental business because I didn't want to be entering in and out of the apartment. So I had someone take the apartment for six months and now someone's in there just over a year now. So that's how I got into the Airbnb market. Nice, nice. It's a cool way to start. Um, <laughs> real quickly, I, I think of Bermuda, you know, beautiful islands, stuff like that. And I'm sure they have uh, amazing five-star hotels and, and, you know, things that cater to, to tourists. Is there, there's any pressure from the hotel industry to not let people do Airbnbs on the island? No, there aren't any, any pressure from the, um, hoteliers, but you have some residents like in other jurisdictions that say Airbnbs killing the local rental market. There's been some pushback in that area, but other than that, so good. Yeah, I'm uh, funny you bring up Bermuda. As soon as you said you're from there, I've been up here looking at pictures of it. Like I need to travel <laughs> over there. This is, I was looking at one of the resorts, and it's a very, very beautiful beach over there. So I definitely need to be heading there. So you yep. do, so you do welcome book templates. Are those digital? 
Um, yes, well, you could download, you could download them. It's digital. Um, I also do like um, some signs. So let's say if you have a fireplace, some people need to remind the guests to make sure the flue is open so you don't burn down that person's property. <laughs> <laughs> so that one's been, um, been getting some sales as well. So I do those type of signs. Um, um, and if someone wants something customized, I'm able to do that as well. Okay, so like you do like put people's logos out there, things of that nature? I can, but what I do is I use Canva. So I will create the template and um, once they download it, they'll get a link to access the Canva template and then they can go in and change it to their branded color. So if, let's say their color is pink or something. They could change the colors to their color pink. They could add their logo. They would drop in their own house rules, um, places to eat that's in their area, things to do, emergency contacts, so it would have the structure of what the key items that you need for a welcome book, but they just go in and update it to reflect their Airbnb. Gotcha. Okay. Mm. So like, do you also sell things like on Etsy or anything like that? I do. I do have an Etsy shop. Um, okay. The interesting part, being in Bermuda, we're an offshore jurisdiction. <laughs> So it's a lot of hoops you have to jump through to sometimes get on those sites. So for me, um, because we're overseas territory, I can go to England and live, for instance. Mm. I had to open up a bank account in England to get on Etsy so to get payments because they no longer just accept PayPal payments. Mm. So it's, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's difficult. But yes, I do now have an Etsy shop. What, what is your Etsy shop called? Dropping Anchor BDA. Dropping Anchor? BDA. BDA. And what does the BDA stand for? Bermuda. Oh, Bermuda. It's just short for Obviously. Bermuda. <laughs> Bermuda, yeah. <laughs> so is that is that where uh, Rihanna's from? She's from Bermuda? No, Bahamas, I believe. Oh, okay. Uh, That's for- she's from... Uh, I'll have or is it Barbados? Barbados. 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 Like some people think Bermuda's in the Caribbean. We're actually not. We're like maybe a two hour trip from New York. We're just off the Carolinas. So we're just above the Caribbean. Yeah, they're really close. I was looking at, I just, after you said, I started looking and I'm looking at them cruises (laughs) going over there. I'm kind of scared to get on them cruise ships going to Bermuda though. That that Bermuda Triangle. I've been on cruises, but I hear Bermuda Triangle get a little nervous. But Oh, uh, come on. We are a tourist destination. So you will get back home just fine. Yeah, I got a little more comfortable seeing a cruise ship sitting there. I'm like, okay, it made it. It made it. Yeah, it was something with the with the magnetic fields meeting right there and messing up the navigation. Uh, on the old on the old timey planes and the old timey <laughs> stuff. They got better stuff now, you know. They got Wi Fi. <laughs> <laughs> so, how is like the uh, the tourist market as far as Airbnbs? Is it mainly local, or do you guys get people from all over? I um, get people from all over. Um, even my COO, who used to work at my firm. Um, when I was starting out my Airbnb, I would speak to him and he was a wealth of information. He's been consistently booked. So we get people from all over, like you're predominantly though from either Canada or the US because it's closer. Um, so I've had um, a couple that came down from Colorado. They were pretty cool. Um, but yeah, you get people from all over. And you also get... Um, businesses because Bermuda's a reinsurance hub. So you get people flying in to do business. Look like you. Yeah, yeah, I want to <laughs> yeah we're one of the top insurance hubs um, next to London. So I got a, quite a few um, business people that were coming down to stay in my Airbnb as well since it was close to the city because you could walk. It's like probably a 10 minute walk to the city. Okay. Oh, and then wow. Yeah, now in Bermuda, um, like, let's say I wanted to come to Bermuda and set up a short-term rental. Is there restrictions on, like, finance? And, you know, place some places like Puerto Rico, Costa Rica, you have to come with all cash? or is There, um, like there are some restrictions. Um, you would have to partner with a Bermudian. Um, so you might have to co-host or, some, or something like that. You might have to co-host. But to do business in Bermuda, you have to have um, a Bermudian on board with you. 
Oh, we got um, one, and... Jamila. We got one already, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <clears throat> okay. So you already. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, no, I was just, I was just wondering. And what else do you need? You just, you just have to partner with a. Uh, you usually have to partner with a Bermudian. I'm not sure what other restrictions are in place for someone to um, come from overseas to do um, Airbnbs, but I'm pretty sure you would have to work with someone. Mm-hmm. Or if you are a millionaire, you know, cash money talks. <laughs> 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 because when it comes to buying property, you have, um, if you're a foreigner, you have to have. Um, you have to buy a property that's over a certain ARV, that's annual rental value. So, and you have to be a millionaire, basically. Mm. Yeah. Properties wow. in Bermuda are really expensive. Once you tag on the um, banking rates, they're really expensive. Um, your face is just like, <laughs> wow. When, when you say banking rates, you mean like the interest rate? The interest rates, like the interest rates, um, one bank is like 6.5%. Another one, it's over 7%. We could make that work. Well, depending on like how much, how big it is and how much. Right. Because I'm, I'm starting to really look at, you know, overseas, you know, it might mm-hmm. be cheaper, but if it sounds like Bermuda, like how, how much is a house there? I guess? Um, uh, uh, an average house that probably doesn't need much work, maybe 700K. Oh, never mind. 700K exactly. 7%? Okay, never mind. I didn't know. It's, it's, right. it's, it's, <laughs> the market is very, very expensive. And then just to buy a house, you already have to have a down payment of 20%. Mm. Ooh. Even if you were to move into it or? You mean to live, but to live in it and it's your property? Yeah, you still have to have 20% down payment. Wow. Yeah, the market is really, really expensive. So how do how do locals afford to buy houses there? Some can't. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, they rent, um, they stay with family members, or you inherit a house, or you inherit enough money to um for the down payments, or um you save. Like because it's an insurance hub, you get paid really well. Um, depending on the type of job, I should say, like, say if you're an actuary or an underwriter, you get paid really, really well, six figures. So, so dang. So why why is it why is Bermuda of all places an insurance hub? Yeah. Um, probably because it's a proximity. Um, that's a good question, actually. Why is it an insurance hub? Proximity. <laughs> um, the deals that oh, tax rates. That's usually that's what it is. It's a tax rates. We have some good tax rates for those that are in um, that industry. Oh, wow. Huh. Okay. So we have the brand like Bacardi International. They have their headquarters here um, on the island. Oh, right. uh, nice. I got a barrage of questions after this. So, so 700000 how big of a house does that get? Let's just say your money goes a lot further in Texas. Because mm. I've seen some of the houses wow. in Texas. Okay. So... Let's say your 3,000 square foot home in Texas is 500K. What your 3,000 square foot home here is maybe 2 million. Mm. Mm. So you're like on the lines of uh, Hawaii or something like that. Yeah, like, that's not, what, not... see, and that's what I was kind of see. Like, is it like, yeah, and that's what it's sounding like. So like, and, and someone like, like I, I know people in Hawaii who have like six properties and they're, they make over seven figures a year just off right. those six properties on Airbnb. What were you pricing like while you were, you know, while you were doing your short-term rental? When I was doing my short-term rental, I entered into the market with a low pricing strategy just to build up those reviews on Airbnb because I know reviews are like cash. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I got to like the summer periods where it was peak times because we have a lot of big um, holiday events, I was charging maybe um, like 160 a night. And my, I have a studio, which is just under 400 square feet. So it wasn't big, but it was new and it was modern. <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking at your facial expressions. Because you um, have 160 a night on 400 square feet. That is wow. But Bermuda, like I mentioned, Bermuda is a really expensive place. It really is. Um, but I probably, if I didn't, if the pandemic didn't hit, I probably would have went up one price because the, um, 
my summer was pretty much booked. I was going up until I think for like the 175 ish. And then my cleaning rates were like $60 or something like that. Hmm. But um, yeah, and people were paying it. And was it close to the beach? Well, the, the beach, if you rented like a moped or um, a moped, it was like maybe a five minute, a five minute ride or a six minute bus ride because the bus stops right outside my house as well. Um, walking, depending on how fast you walk, is about a 15 to 20 minute walk. But I wouldn't walk that in the summer heat in Bermuda. Mm. Some people would. <laughs> how hot does it usually get out there? Could get about 85, 85, 86. Yeah. So, so why would somebody uh, choose a Airbnb over a hotel there? You know, well, that's the you hotel. You to speak to the locals oh, because okay. um, like some beaches, they, a lot of the tourists go, like we have a beach called Horseshoe Bay. That's a, um, a place where a lot of tourists go. And then where I grew up, we have uh, places where you could jump off the rocks, where a lot of the locals go. They actually use that as a um, tourist um, place to say, go check out Admiralty House for cliff jumping or something like that. So that was a big pastime when I was growing up on the island. And at that time, a lot of um, tourists didn't go to the beach. Well, to that beach, I should say. They would go to the touristy type beaches like Horseshoe Bay, which is one of our most famous beaches. Mm, okay. Live like a local. Yeah. <laughs> and then also um, we would tell them um, what restaurants to go to or like, um, what could I, restaurants where the locals eat, basically like Art Mouse, we're big on fish sandwiches. So um, Art Mouse is a, um, known for the big fish sandwiches. So that's actually like maybe a 15 minute walk from my house as well. So tourists, when they would stay at my place, they could go there um, if they wanted to eat like a local. Hmm. So this is an, another question I have for you because you really got me because you're, I think you're probably one of the first people, for, especially from Bermuda that I've ever <laughs> had on. And then like the, the, the whole island thing. So during COVID, did you shut down or were you able to recover? Um, I pretty much did not shut down. Um, okay. um, I had some cancellations. So what I did was reduce my rates, but then I saw that a lot of college kids were coming back home and then they were booking my place. So my place was still pretty busy, mm -hmm. but um, I did shut down um, maybe towards like May, 2020 and just took on someone that stayed there for six months. Because me being a new mom, I, nobody knew what was happening with the pandemic. I said, let me just be on the safe side and um, rent it out for a longer term. That's a fact. Okay. That makes sense. Because I was wondering, so you did have college students coming mm -hmm. back. And then, yeah, because I always wonder everybody like in the States when the pandemic hit, you know, everyone either lowered their prices, started finding other ways to get tenants. Right. I was wondering how that works on the island. Okay. <laughs> Well, for me, um, because I was on maternity leave, um, I was watching CNN and it, COVID didn't really hit Bermuda around that time just yet. So I'm like, okay, what the heck is going on? I need to do something because then people were canceling. So I'm seeing the cancellations oh. come through and I'm like, oh boy. But it was just good luck, basically. College students were coming. They needed a place to quarantine and they needed a place to study. And yeah, my place just ended up being booked for sometimes two weeks at a time, um, sometimes three weeks at a time. So I was really fortunate because some people didn't wasn't wasn't as fortunate as I was. So now that's, that's interesting. You mentioned a place to quarantine, right? Mm -hmm. So, the, the, you know, their students, they're going to be there studying or whatever. Um, they're going to need strong Internet. You, do you offer like really fast Internet? Is that is that common yeah. on the island? Um. Yeah, internet's pretty good. It's just expensive like everything else. But um, internet is one thing I never had a problem with. I never had a guest complain. But mind you, guests were not really staying there. They were out going swimming. Um, you know, it's summertime in Bermuda. They were partying. So they wasn't really staying in the, um, in the uh, I'm saying hotel, in the studio too long. Um, but yeah, I never had a problem um, with the internet connection. 
So, so that is cool. It also it separates you from like a hotel because they're not going to come there and stay like a month or a few months in a hotel, right? right? It's, uh, they need somewhere to live, live like that's a, like it's a house. And and so and you keep saying studio. What does the studio include the, the garage conversion you made or is that? Studio? Yeah, it's so the, it was the garage and then I just made it into an apartment. That is cool. How, how, yeah. did, how did you do that? Because I've seen some cool ones like our friend. Uh, Todd Baldwin, who was on the show, he made he lives in Seattle and, and he, you know, he has these du- beautiful duplexes and he said, oh, I'm going to finish out the garages, too, and put a big old beautiful mural on the wall, made it all nice and uh, <laughs> a nice class, nice bathroom. And it was cool how what he did. And I'm fascinated by that. And um, so how did how did you do that? Um, I just worked with a local architect. Um, I basically wanted an open floor plan. Um, I wanted a bathroom where. It was just a shower where basically, um, actually, I didn't even realize the type of bathroom I was designing. It was wheelchair accessible. Nice, nice. So, and I didn't realize that until someone um, contacted me on Airbnb stating that, you know, we like your apartment. They started asking for measurements about to see if their wheelchair could fit in my shower. You know, the door to enter into my studio was um, a French door. So it was just two big doors where the only thing I would need to build was like a little small ramp, but luckily they said they had that. Um, so I would need to build it. So when I was designing it, I didn't even think of someone being in a wheelchair. And then once he contacted me, I was like, oh, I could add that <laughs> on Airbnb to say that my unit was um, wheelchair accessible. So once I did all the measurements, it was, it was like, oh, wow, okay. That's cool. I want to touch on something to all the people listening. Uh, yeah, that is a very good market to get into. Being wheelchair or handic- or wheelchair accessible, that is a very good market mm-hmm. to be into. You get a lot of people, you know, that want to travel with their families. They may have some, someone that's older. You could definitely get your money's worth doing that. <laughs> and you said this place is 400 square feet. So how many people do you allow to stay? Just two. Well, no, sorry. The maximum three. But um, there, I didn't really, I never had three people stay in the unit. It was always two. So I had the queen size bed and I just had a blow up air mattress. Um, Because it was open floor plan, the air mattress worked fine. I also had a pullout couch, but um, they preferred the air mattress. That's interesting. So, so like, how what do you have that's cool that's unique to your island that you you know to welcome people there like a little you know gift or something like a bottle of rum i don't know we actually do have rum wow (laughs) they're called dark and stormy so it's um, a local um company on the island um and they make they make um they make oh my goodness black seal rum so what you do is mix it with ginger beer and they call it a dark and stormy Hmm. other than that we also have rum swizzle that's pretty um popular on the island it's just like a punch but just filled with alcohol and (laughs) if you're not careful it can roll up on you (laughs) and you can get a little tipsy oh yeah vacation (laughs) that's the plan right (laughs) but just going back to the airbnb um for a minute the other thing I did with my business, at one point I was selling um, T-shirts, locally branded T-shirts, mm. apparels like hats, tees. So that was also added as something to my Airbnb. So sometimes guests would get um, a free T-shirt, but I would also sell those items through my Airbnb because I had it all mapped out before COVID hit. I'm like, I'm already selling locally branded apparel. I could add this as another, you know, moneymaker tag onto my um, Airbnb. And so I was selling some items through that as well. So I I, I had it all metals. <laughs> that is cool. Yeah, yeah. You're making dollars in all kinds of different ways. What, like, one thing that you, you mentioned earlier was mopeds. Is there, did you ever think of, like, renting out a moped? Um, so my place, because it's centrally located, um, some people did rent mopeds where they could actually walk to the um, place to uh, pick up their moped. They could also rent um, electric vehicles. They're like two seaters. They're really compact and small. Oh, cool. um, so and you could just charge them at the at the apartment and they could just drive around the island. 
and they could walk to pick those up um, from the um, a hotel and then that um, has them. And then it's another um, place that also rents out mopeds. And luckily because of where my place is located, they could just walk to all these places. Okay. You never thought of having one at your place to rent out to people? Well, no, I would insurance. I don't want that liability. You got good insurance place, there, right? <laughs> yeah, we have insurance, but everything comes at a cost. Um, but because my place is where it's located, they could just walk and get their, get their own. Okay. Maybe uh, make a deal with the local uh, place and say, hey, if I send people your way, you know, yeah. a little, little bit of change, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you said something about electric vehicle, two-seater electric vehicles. Yeah. Is that is that common? It's like a small car. Yeah, yeah, uh. it's, it's pretty common. Um, some people do buy them for their own personal use, but you could also rent them. So they're perfect for the person that doesn't want to get on a moped because it's it's a bike essentially. And some you you have we have had accidents where tourists get an accident, so they feel comfortable more in a car sort of um electric vehicle um and also when it's raining it's perfect you and then you also said they can charge the vehicle at your place your, your place yeah. is, so like is that a common thing that all places are fitted with an electric vehicle charger no some depending on which electric vehicle you get you could just use a regular wall plug or you hmm. actually have to have an electrician install um the, the mechanism so the person could charge um, their vehicle. Oh, okay. Because I've been installing electric vehicle chargers in my places here in the States. And it, it sounded like you guys just already had them. That's pretty cool, though. Okay. Yeah. So, see, we had a friend on the show. I don't know if he did he go to Bermuda and get the idea, but he's he's going to he's he's going to offer these um, little electric vehicles called Mokes. You've heard of those? No. They're like the the little little blue or a little oh. color, you know they're different colors whatever <laughs> but that but I, they're all electric and our friend that were of the show he was going to start offering them at his place and have a place where you could charge it and everything and rent them out there i thought mm. that was a pretty cool idea the it? other thing that's big on the island is electric bikes okay so it's just a basically a bicycle that's battery operated and you can go a lot faster than using a regular paddle bike yeah yeah so um, I know someone who has bought two of them and lets his guests um, use them when they're on island, obviously for a fee, but some uh-huh. people um, do that as well. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I saw those the first time in, in San Francisco because, you know, San Francisco has a giant hills that go yeah. straight up. And so people can't pedal that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so they get on those electric ones and just. Um, no, that's 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 a great idea. Um so so back to i know we're hopping all, all around but like a 400 square foot place what are some keys to like you know decorate it design it to where it doesn't feel so small um high ceilings ah i love high ceilings <laughs> like my place has the ceiling is really really high um so what i've done is maximize that space um, because it is fairly small um in the bathroom so i have these i have an area where you could actually pull out shelves so that way, if someone is, um, you know, needs to get a towel or something, they could just pull the shelf out and then it goes pretty high. So it just allows me to just store more items in the, in the rental. Also for those that are staying in there long-term where they need to put stuff, um, they have more storage or even in the closet area, um, you could put suitcases at the top since you're not gonna be accessing those um, quite often, but yeah, high ceilings and then essentially it was supposed to be a one bedroom but I said take that wall out because it's going to make the bedroom feel really cramped and really small so I just made it an open floor plan and kept the colors light um because as a graphic designer when you use dark colors sometimes it could feel really small um so I just try to keep the colors light do, do you have like a, a link you could share with us I, I, I'm interested in seeing your place I definitely can share yep yeah, like, definitely share it even my um social media um i will send it to you guys right after oh okay yeah i wanted to check it out now but we can do it oh that's fine <laughs> <laughs> are you on a laptop um i actually i could send it from my phone it's easy if i just send you the um air the instagram page because i don't know um yeah what's the instagram page actually at north cottage studio i think it is north cottage 
Studio. Yeah, I want to look it up. Yeah, um, North Dakota Studio BDA. Oh, okay. So you found us on IG. Yeah, I just typed in Airbnb podcast. Yes. <laughs> we came up. That's good. Yeah, uh, this is a really nice place. I like, man, I love it out there. That is beautiful. Now I have a question. Is your place on the, what is it? Because you guys have like a small little lake. It looks like a lake out there. Is your place on that, like around that lake? Um, my place is not close to the water. Oh, okay. You, I, you actually have to um, drive or walk to um, get to the nearest beach. Because I think it's, it, that may be Horseshoe Bay. I that's say. probably Horseshoe Bay, and that's our most famous beach. That, yeah, that, that place is, uh, yeah, that looks beautiful. I was like, dang, I need to, I never even thought about going to Bermuda until now. Like, I always <laughs> thought Bermuda Triangle stay away. Now I'm like, okay, I might be able to. Well, you something. know someone here, so if you ever come. <laughs> definitely. I'm definitely going to be booking your place. It'll just be me and my wife. <laughs> okay yeah this this looks really really nice I, I definitely need to hit up bermuda yeah and that was in the beginning stages of when i first 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 started <laughs> wow and it doesn't even look it doesn't look really small from the outside like it looks like it's a really nice sized place and then you you really decorated i love the decoration i love Thank that you. yeah the small touches go a long way I love the flooring too. That's beautiful. Okay. Yeah. See, I, I see like the thing I like about that place, like when you have the smaller places and something happens, like the pandemic, whatever, you can always transition to put mm -hmm. someone in there longer term, you know? Yeah. You know, here I have, I have some of mine are houses. I can transition, but it's not as easy as putting like two people here because, you know, you have that right. inflated rate on a house. So, yeah, this place looks really nice. And luckily for the Bermuda market, we don't have restrictions. Like I hear states, where some states you can have Airbnbs in certain areas, mm -hmm. and we don't have that here. So you could just turn your house, whatever neighborhood you're in, you could just turn your house into an Airbnb if you want to. Mm. And my place, um, because we do get hit with hurricanes, um, I remember I had a girl staying there for a month. And where I live, my place was one of the few places that didn't lose electricity. Um, I haven't lost electricity since I bought the place, but my neighbor said, you know, because it's a very friendly place. And if you live in a neighborhood, everyone pretty much knows everyone. She said, you know, if you're um, the person staying in your Airbnb gets a little nervous, you know, because the hurricane's coming, tell her she can come stay at my place, um, which is like literally right next door, of course. Um, if she loses electricity or whatever, just to make her feel comfortable. And she loved that um, gesture. Um, so I was shocked that my neighbor even offered that because I know um, when people come to the island and it's a hurricane or something, you don't know what to expect sometimes. And it could be kind of scary. Mm -hmm. So that was really, really nice. And she really liked that. So what, when is hurricane season over there? Um, between say september and november so it's just dying down right now okay you didn't get any bad ones no not this year luckily cool we have missed guys, them have you guys got hit with any bad ones since you like since you've had your place um we did i want to say it was two years ago i can't remember what it was what the name of the hurricane was i really can't remember but yeah mm. And the worst one that we got hit with, I wasn't living on island. Um, I was overseas in university. And that one was really, really, really bad. That, mm. that one really hit the island hard. But because of how our houses are built, we usually come out pretty good. Um, but yeah, sometimes we get hit with some bad ones. Yeah. Be, like, yeah. yeah, from yep. looking at the outside of our house, it looks like they're built for hurricanes and this yeah. last yeah and for me when, yep see yeah. my block <laughs> and when i bought my house i didn't want to be one boarding up windows and all of that so that was a big factor so where i'm located i don't really get hit with a lot of breeze and 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 all of that so i'm not around my house boarding up windows and so yeah i was pretty strategic when i bought my house and i always said if i, I want to buy a house centrally located so if i want to sell it i can sell it right away 
Mm-hmm. And, and how far are you from the airport? Um, well, Bermuda is not that big. Um, so to get to the airport from my place is about 15 to 20 minute drive, depending on the traffic. Okay. Cause you, that led into my next question. Like, cause I'm looking at the Island. How far is it to get from one side to the other? Um, 22 square miles. It probably takes about an hour depending wow. on traffic. And then it depends on what type of transportation you're in. So if I'm on my motorbike, like I have a moped, could probably take me 45 minutes, depending on traffic. If you're in a car, obviously longer. Longer in a car? Yeah, because if I'm on a mobile, if I'm on a motorbike, you tend to overtake traffic and be in and out of traffic. Oh uh, mm. yeah, that's how it was when I went to Cozumel, Mexico. They yeah, were, people on mopeds just weaving. I'm like, man, I yeah, can't. We're the my... same. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, y'all live life dangerous, man. <laughs> so, so how has your um, templates business been going? Um, well, right now it's going really, really well. I've just seen like almost a 400% increase on my website. Wow. Yeah. Because um, at first I was struggling and I have a mentor. Um, I started doing graphic design and graphic design with her straight out of college. And I still check in with her every now and then. And I will, she gave me some advice, just like get into Facebook groups. They're like a girl of mine best thing ever and then I found out it's like a whole science into making sure you don't get kicked out of Facebook groups when it comes to promoting yourself (laughs) Um, but that has been going really 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 well so when I saw that 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 percentage increase I thought I was being hacked (laughs) (laughs) so so you like uh, Facebook groups as opposed to Instagram groups Instagram has groups. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not really on it. So. <laughs> I mean, is promoting yourself on Instagram isn't really doesn't really um, well. I still promote myself on Instagram to get the following up and all of that. But right now, I've like Facebook's just been working for me. But I know that I still need to build up my email list um, because, as we saw recently, Facebook and Instagram can go down. We still need to be able to connect with our audience. So one of the ways I'm also doing that is hopping on your show. <laughs> there you go. Our audience <laughs> loves, yeah, will love what you got. You got templates and you got a great place in Bermuda. They'll be, they'll be reaching out to you. Yeah, like I, it, it's been going really, really well. Um, so right now I'm just trying to get the word out there to let people know, you know, use templates if you don't, if you never knew about them. I only found out about templates because doing my Airbnb, I didn't have time to do the welcome book myself. So I was just searching and I found out it's a huge market for templates. Mm. Um, And so I said, because I know Airbnb market, why not just create something for that market? Have you, have you heard, like heard any stories from your clients saying, wow, this template really helped, you know, helped my unit or anything like that? Have they, um, no, I haven't, but I, I did ask for feedback and they said the directions I gave was really, really easy. And with that, I also just created an email four day course, which is free and using my design experience and saying, here's how you can improve your design of, um, anything that you do, because you could be given a template, but next thing you know, it looks like a hot mess because you've done all this crap to it. And you're like, what happened to the structure? So with the email <laughs> course, it helps keep that structure so you don't veer all from the template, like just changing the font or just changing the colors. Mm. I see. And it's funny with, with that because it is important to have something that looks, you know, pleasing to the eye that, mm-hmm. you know, for the Wi-Fi or for whatever instructions you want to give them. But I said, we have a we have a client who we, who we um you know co-host or <clears throat> manage the Airbnb for and so we went after we got in there with you know started putting our stuff there and uh, to to make it you know more appealing for for guests to you know give it a little upgrade. Um, they had they had this sign hanging there. If you steal, you will pay. Just written in like <laughs> Microsoft <laughs> Word, and they just stuck it on the wall. I'm like, eh, that's not a <laughs> kind of ghetto, you know. You see something. <laughs> 
Some people I, just don't care. Yeah, so we had to get the, get rid of that, put some put some better stuff up. But yeah, it is it is important, you know. To, I mean, you could because I've heard because I've had guests, um, long term guests at one at, at one of my houses. You know, at, at one of my houses, I went from an Airbnb, a very profitable Airbnb, but then the, the city band Airbnb to uh, I went to a corporate rental, and it was doing great mm-hmm. as a corporate rental. And these guys uh, had come from a different Airbnb where this uh, the lady that that was a host there, she had signs like everywhere you know of things for them to do and it, it was it was a bit overwhelming for them it's like yeah. man you know we, they had so many directions you can do this you can't do that put this here put this there. you know it was just over it's uncomfortable yeah, yeah. so a, f- a few strategic signs that doesn't yeah. really offend people and it goes a long way it's it's one thing to communicate to your gear guests it's another thing to just go overboard you know <laughs> And luckily with my templates, I designed them too so they can be deconstructed. So you have the Wi-Fi um, poster, for instance. You could actually take that out and put it somewhere because usually that's the first thing guests ask for. What's the Wi-Fi password? Yes, you could send it to them. But yeah, you could also put it in their plain view. So when they, they get there, there it is. Um, you could also put like places to eat you know, something that's in the neighborhood or best, um, best restaurants to go. You could take that out of the welcome book template. You could frame it and place it somewhere because that's something they may want to know. But putting all those type of signs saying, don't touch this, don't touch that, I would feel a bit overwhelmed and not feel comfortable. So I wouldn't put signs everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Some hosts, yeah, they should probably be hosting (laughs) stuff like that. I, I saw some creative at a at a hotel I stayed at like uh, a few years ago. I went to a friend's wedding, and and so we stayed at a hotel up the way. And there was uh, in in the bathroom they had some towels hanging, and then they had like a, a little flyer, and it said you know, and it and it gave a little thing like you know, please help us conserve water for you know mm-hmm. for the future, this and that by only using one towel for a person or something. You know, it was it was nice, and I, and it made people think, and it wasn't overbearing like only one towel, right? Person, you know, but just you know help help save the environment help save you know save water just please use one towel or something like that so i, was, I thought that was like a little touch that I, right I, that was pretty neat all in how you ask i love that exactly yeah but mind you i also wouldn't i that was one of the mistakes i've made putting too many towels mm. in the unit and having them out thinking i'm making it easier for my my cleaner no they used Every single <laughs> last one. <laughs> That's a fact. Right, right. So, and I have a question about towels. I'm happy you brought that up because we actually just had a whole meeting about towels. Are y'all use? Are you using like all white, or you know, you, no. tra- you? So you've transitioned away from the white. What color? I never doing? used white. Mm. I never used whites. Not for the bed sheets. Not for the towels. Mm. I used what looked good in my apartments. Maybe this white thing's overrated. <laughs> and even in the Facebook groups, people ask that. And a lot of people say they just don't use white. Um, they say they may use like a white and gray or whatever works for their Airbnb because it goes with the decor. But yeah. And I didn't even think twice about using all white. I think it's overrated. That's just my opinion. And funny enough, that's one thing I never had guests complain about. It's been a super host, you know, consistently, and guests never complained about the towels. Good. The only thing I probably had a complaint about is because Google has my place located where it's not. Oh, that sucks. (laughs) You need to talk to Google. I tried. (laughs) But luckily, the place where they have me listed is not too far away, so it's an Mm. easy two minute ride on my bike to get there. And I, that only happened once. So I just made sure to put it in my welcome book tab, um, template, um, template, my welcome book, as well as send them an email saying, do not use Google, use the directions that's in my welcome book. Cause if you use Google, you're going to go to the wrong place. Mm. Uh, and back to towels, that, that is like a interesting topic because 
And if you think about it, we've all been told since the beginning of this is, oh, you want to be like hotels, you want to be like hotels and all white, all white, all white, everything, right? It it, it portrays cleanliness and this, that, and this and that. Well, they do it at the hotels. They can throw everything in a big machine and wash it together and, and bleach it. You know, it's, it's practical mm-hmm. for them. But at your own, at most of our own houses, we have all kinds of different colors towels, right? Yeah. I mean, we don't have all white towels. That's ridiculous, especially if you have kids. Um, so, so it doesn't, so like a person renting a place, that's, they want, more homey experience i don't right. think they're gonna be mad that hey wasn't this like a hotel well you didn't choose a hotel you chose a home and there's some beige nice beige towels great towels black towels i mean whatever i mean it's yeah it's, yeah it's it's more i don't know more homey yeah that's the one thing yeah nobody never complained about the towels and i had blue and brown <laughs> <laughs> we did blue and brown we did get a complaint about because at one spot we had some face towels that were white and it was a, a lady saying, you know, you know, you should probably get darker towels because women, you know, clean their makeup off. So yeah. they actually complained about the white towels. They said it's going to leave too much makeup behind, you know, and I was like, ah, that's a good, a good tip. So we installed some different, you know, darker colored towels too for, for them. Yeah. And even in those groups, I found that that's one of the questions people ask, you know, how do you get rid of the stains or from the white towels, from the makeup? Because next thing you know, um, hosts are spending all this money buying more towels oh yeah so yeah. and i looked at my expenses and my revenue and i'm like sometimes where could i cut expenses but i had to track everything to make to make it so i could see where my money's going yeah yeah Definitely. towels is a towels is a huge one especially if you're trying to move away from white and I, i've been debating it and i think i'm gonna go ahead and do it because yeah towels you can leave a towel out there that says makeup on it. They ain't going to use it. They about to use that white towel. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm definitely making that transition. Once you go black. <laughs> Never go black, baby. <laughs> uh, so, so how do you, how you, you said you have a, a, a baby, a baby boy? Yes. Baby boy. So how are you balancing uh, running a business with, with having a little baby? Um, lunch times, um, and then he goes to his dad's for a few days. So I use that time to just strategize, create new designs. Um, yeah. And just, just find new ways of getting the printables business out there. Um, cause I know when I was doing the apparel line and then COVID hit, I was, it, it's the shipping delays, you know, it, it mm. it's, it's it was just crazy and then having to restock stores I just didn't feel like doing all that and I didn't want to be controlled by outside sources so I just said getting out of the apparel line and I want to do printables because that way I can control it a lot better and then if I want to go overseas for a month because I used to travel every year I could just take my laptop with me I don't have to worry about you know how this store is going to get restocked with the items like, um, since I did the apparel line, though, it actually <laughs> helped because people were asking me, you know, can I give them my contacts so they could start buying shirts and they could start doing the same thing? I said, no, I could be a distributor, though. <laughs> Smart. More revenue. So, yeah, but I just find even with that, it's the shipping delays and I have to keep letting the client know there are going to be some shipping delays. So next time if you order... You need to start thinking far farther in advance. So if you want to order for the winter, you got to probably start like August or something like that because it's just the, the, the company trying to get the product to them. It's just taking a lot longer. And then, of course, everything is usually shipped to Bermuda. So that's also um, time you have to factor in. Mm. But that was just an accidental business I fell into, but a quick, easy few hundred dollars off the research that I've done. Sure, why not? Nice. I like that. So do you have any plans to hop back into the short-term rental world, like renting places yourself? I do. I do want to get back into it. Um, but it's just COVID, just a little iffy. And the tenant I have right now, she's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, good. she's amazing. Pays on time, doesn't have a lot of people over, keeps the place clean, um, quiet, She's the ideal rental client and it's consistent income. And the other thing is when I was doing my, doing the short-term rental, uh, with the time I was putting into the rental and the expenses, 
I wasn't really making that much. Mm. I like that. So I was just like, eh, probably just do the long-term rental thing for a little bit. And if I got a bad um, tenant, probably go back into the Airbnb because I never shut down my Airbnb account. I kept it for that reason. I want to leave that option open. So if I want to flick the switch and get back into it, I can. Hmm. Now, now, you said you're kind of iffy on COVID. Now, how is COVID like right now at this time? How is it affecting like travel in and out? Or is it open travel? Um, travel is slow to Bermuda. We are definitely not seeing the numbers that we usually see. And sometimes we would host huge events um, on the island. Like we had, was supposed to have the triathlon series and that was canceled. And that's a series that, that goes various places in the world. And we had to cancel it. We also have um, marathon weekend. And crazy enough, I had a guest that wants to rebook my place because of my proximity to where the event happens. And he was going to be a reoccurring guest, but that was canceled. So it's affecting that market um, with hosting big events. And we don't get as much travelers as we normally do. But I still get people asking, can I stay at your place? Is your place still available? Like it's one gentleman who booked it for him and his family to stay in December and not this December, 2019, sorry, 20, yeah, 2019, he would have been another reoccurring guest. He asked, can he stay at it again? And I said, no, it's currently rented out. Um, so I was, st- I'm still getting asked, Hey, is your place available yet? And yeah. You haven't talked to any of your friends and say, hey, I can help you convert your garage and make you some money. <laughs> <laughs> that That's construction. I, I hate construction. Ah. Like that project management of a construction site, I don't want to do it again. But it's a lot easier on the island, right? There's not that island time thing going. going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Our construction um, costs have gone up because of COVID because more people are being home. So more people are doing projects. So construction costs, like if you're trying to get lumber, that's going up significantly. Mm. You don't want to buy lumber right now, Lord. See, exactly. (laughs) I want to be in that space. Go chop down some trees, man. (laughs) That might be the only way, man. (laughs) Seriously. I have a question for you guys, though. How often do you change your welcome book template while your welcome books? Like, is it yearly, seasonal, or do you just keep the same layout and you just update the content? I got to go ahead and get one. Uh, I need to go ahead and get one. So I might need to get with you because I need a digital one. Uh, right now, see, and I need to start focusing on stuff like that because this year my, my, my goal for the business was a little bit different, more or less focused on branding. So mm-hmm. I definitely need to get back into the guest experience side. Okay. You know, I, 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 oh, go ahead. No, I was saying, I, I see there's this big thing with QR codes and welcome book templates. So just being in their Facebook groups, doing market research. So that's something that um, I'm also going to be looking to try to implement to see how they work and if it, if it works with my model. So it, it, it's, you, get, you get a lot of information from those groups. Do you do mm-hmm. magnets? No. Okay. Well, if you were to ever hop into the magnet space, one way to always get someone to either click your QR code or scan it is if you have a refrigerator magnet, because like it's the number one place in the house they're going to go into and they're going yeah. to always see. So yeah, if you ever mm-hmm. get into the magnets, but yeah, always. I like, saw one, um, I think oh, Facebook groups again, they had a QR code and it was just stuck on the fridge. <laughs> yeah that's where i put all like i put qr codes if they want to book direct hey you get 20 percent off i just make okay. sure it's on the fridge oh, that's pretty yeah. cool yeah fridge is always the number one spot i'm definitely gonna start looking into that stuff i've, I've only myself made a few on the uh, on the airbnb app you know how you can make a, a welcome book there i've mm-hmm. done that and they look pretty cool and all right and I don't know if they're they're helping anything or no one's ever really told me anything about them. You know what I'm saying? I've got any feedback, but uh, yeah, I've always wanted to do something nicer and maybe. Right. And and I've flipped if there if I get to a place and there's a nice looking one on the coffee table, I, I'll I'll flip through it. 
you know, mm-hmm. I'll flip through it and see what's going on. Uh, I've never scanned one of the QR, QR codes. I may be the, I might be in the minority here, but I've never really, I even get mad and go to the restaurants and they want us to scan the table now. I'm like, where's the, <laughs> where's the damn menu? You know, <laughs> I like to look at the menu, you know, I like to I'm more like that kind of, you know, I don't want to. I hate touching menus. Uh, okay <laughs> what? Just, even before covid it's just i just hated touching them touching that's menus the that's like everything. touching money exactly <laughs> that's like touching money man. <laughs> like everybody everybody touches them you know but yeah yeah spilling salsa on them and stuff um well now most places here they give they either do the qr code thing at the table or they they give you a paper menu and then they throw it away mm. after after you use it okay killing trees so, killing trees <laughs> <laughs> qr codes never hurt nobody um <laughs> i guess i can get i guess i guess more people can get with that yeah you're right the qr code i, I yeah I'm, I'm scanning them more and more no more and more because they've trained me at restaurants to scan them and then i'll now i'll see okay. somewhere and, I'll, and i'll and i'll scan it even on a tv you know if you notice the, the tv commercial will come on we'll watch a football or something and it's say hey you know your chance to scan this code right here and your chance to win whatever eh, i'm not that phone. quick throw my phone <laughs> I'm not that <laughs> I ain't been watching. They doing that now on TV? Yeah, like on. I haven't seen on, that. Yeah, on Fox, uh, Fox Sports, uh, whatever. They're, they're, you know, they show the football games and say, uh, "Win Terry Bradshaw's money." Here, scan this QR code, and then it gives you your chance to win. And you just everybody has their phones all the time anyway, so I guess. Yeah, that's a smart thing to do. Right? Think about that. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, different ways, different ways to do it. I'm, I'm glad you're hopping back into the Airbnb game. And, and have you ever thought of doing it remotely, like not from your islands? Oh, you, you mean like um, my welcome templates? Well, that's the that's no, the no, goal. no. The, having oh. a, having an Airbnb somewhere else oh. besides your islands. I'm a little control freak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little control freak. Like <laughs> I need to be close by. <laughs> okay um and it to me it just felt like i was able to keep up the quality because there were some times where my cleaner would miss certain things or you know and yeah yes like i had somebody managing the property and then i realized she's not really doing much it's something i could be doing you know paying her 15 <laughs> percent. Right. it's just like oh whoa, you're, keep- wait you were paying her 50 percent 15. Oh, 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 okay. I'm like, whoa, okay. 15, like, yeah, no. I, don't, I don't know if that's where, okay, yeah, yeah, 15, okay. Like, I don't know if that's worth it, okay. No, especially when I was um, getting the um, long-term bookings that were like $2,000 or something, and I'm looking at money just going out the window, and she didn't really do much. You know, and I've always wondered about that, because I've catered a lot of my spots to be get long-term reservations, even through Airbnb. I'm like, if I was paying a property management company, even 10%, and they're in their long term, what the hell are they just sitting back here collecting a check? You know, with, exactly. which if you have a property management company, I, I'm all for you doing that, you know, but <laughs> me on the other receiving end, I'm like, hey, okay, yeah. Yeah, we like, you know, our just rentals, our, 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 um, long-term or short-term rental company management company we we there are guests that we we'll find them long-term stayers and we'll mm-hmm. ask them you know do you want this long-term stay or do you want to keep doing airbnb this is how much you'll make we'll even reduce our you know 20 percent down to 10 percent in a long-term stay. like i said we're not going to be doing that much but we did right. find these people and put them in your place you didn't have to you know go out there and search and do mm-hmm. it it's it's management. I think management company is essential if you're going to try to scale your business. Right. You know, if you want 20, 100, 200 properties, you can't do them all yourself. Exactly. Right? So, yeah. But if you're just having the one like you have, like you have and you mm-hmm. just maybe get a couple of them. Yeah. You don't really need. Yeah. It. And because I was new to the market, I just didn't know I was still getting my feet wet. I thought it was going to be a lot harder than it actually was. So once I started calculating the numbers, I was just like doesn't make sense. I could do this. Everything's from my phone. You know, I had the um, ring on my front door. So if they had trouble getting in, I could just talk to them through the ring and tell them how to get into the, um, get into the place. The only thing I would probably want them to deal with is those guests that are delayed and coming at one o'clock in the morning. So I don't have to deal with it, but that was not that often. That only happened like once. Now, Now I have a question. So you don't have a smart lock or anything? No, I have a lockbox. 
Okay. So they'll just access the key that way and enter the apartment. Gotcha. Okay. I started looking at smart locks just before the um for the pandemic hit, but the lockbox ended up working fine. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Because I had a I had a lockbox a, a lock a not lockbox but a uh, smart lock issue happened today. All my smart locks went offline because all the uh, the company that I used they had their portal went down and mm. oh imagine. 13 locks is going down. Boom. Wow. All every last one. Wow. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm uh reconsidering some things. <laughs> it was crazy. So yeah, I'm reconsidering. Sometimes have... digital isn't that isn't that great. <laughs> Did you have yeah. lock boxes on your places? Five of them had lock boxes. The other okay. ones I had vivid systems. So it was only like five of them that I was like, oh shoot. You know what I'm saying? The yeah, other yeah, ones, yeah. I'm yeah. like, dang. Yeah. Right. So you I guess you're gonna install lock boxes on the other ones. I'm going to install lock boxes, but really it just made me focus. I need to shift. I'm, I'm shifting towards houses. So, okay. and all my houses have vivid systems on it. So the backup system is if they can't get in, I can just open the garage mm. and they can have a key. I can tell them where a key is inside, but they can always get in through the garage. Got you. Yeah. Cool. This has been a great show. This has been a, a fun show. We, we, we love hearing from somebody that's from the islands. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really cool. You got a great accent, too. So thank you. If you ever want to do voiceover work, you know that you probably make a lot of money there, too. Oh, <laughs> hey, if, if you, you can send some business my way, if you know of anything, you know, even yeah, yeah. Should... Say <laughs> welcome. Can you say welcome to Live, Let Thrive? Welcome to Live, Let Thrive. <laughs> Uh, may have to work great. on it a bit yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so thanks for hopping on uh again where can people find you i'm i'm on instagram dropping anchor bda i'm also on facebook under the same name um and my website's www.droppinganchorbda.com cool anything else to add micah no thank you for coming on it was a pleasure learned a lot i'm definitely gonna be hitting bar bermuda you got me over my fears so I'll definitely be out that way. Up in, awesome. We'll be up in our um, templates game and our uh, uh, guest book game as well. Yes, please visit the website. Who knows? You might even see, you know, you might like the Instagram follower sign that you, you know, that you may want to put in your Airbnb because we're always mm. trying to get our followers up. I definitely need to be doing that. <laughs> definitely. Well, thank, thank you, Jamila. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. You guys have a good one. Uh, you too. Care. All right. See ya. Bye. And so that was Jamila Godwin. Another great episode of Live, Let, Thrive. She killed it. Uh, man, I definitely got to check out the island life, you know, see what that's about. Uh, I didn't know travel still down over there. It's crazy how it affects different parts of the world. Yeah, it's I mean, it's always here that, that on those islands, it's 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 always more expensive. Everything's more expensive because they have to ship everything in. You know, they don't, they don't got that's lumber. True. They don't have, you know, basic basic goods that most people we take for granted here everything has to be shipped in That's and true. so it's already expensive enough i couldn't imagine after the pandemic how how expensive things had gotten over there Man. you know so even a better reason for you to stay like live like a local go to that place where you get the giant fish sandwich and all you know jumping off the rocks i don't know it, that sounds yeah. pretty cool it does, man. You know, and it's that was, that was really interesting. Like seven hundred k for a house. I'm like, dang. But yeah, you're on an island. You got to pay for the lifestyle. Right, right. You know, buy some sticky icky from a local. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she says she has some. Uh, <laughs> she says she has some guests from Colorado. I was like, how do they treat the place? But oh, you know. <laughs> but they loved it over in Bermuda. But yeah. <laughs> oh but, yeah. man, that was a great show great guest and um yeah thanks for listening everybody yeah thank you for continuing to listen uh you remember follow us on ig live let thrive send us an email live let thrive at gmail.com and by the way you can go check out our latest video on instagram where we kind of talk about airbnb's new updates so uh definitely check that out i don't know if steve you checked them out yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll check it out now you know like i said i'm, I'm a bit of oh, no. hiatus from socials no, no, I'm not about sold. I'm talking about the new updates from Airbnb. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've heard about them. Federico was filling me in on all that stuff. It was yeah, pretty yeah. cool. Actually, I, I did. No, I did. Since I went to my units today, our units, and I, I was getting all the cameras because I was just giving a good charge before I head to Mexico. I'm going to Mexico this weekend. Well, for about, you know, good, good stretch. And I was um, 
Federico said, "Hey, with the new the, one of the new things that Airbnb is doing, you could you can verify your Wi-Fi, see how fast it is, and then they'll add it as fast Wi-Fi, or whatever to your to your listing. Mm-hmm. So you know you go to you go to amenities and you go to Wi-Fi, and it says you know add details, and and you have to be right there at your place, and then you hit the you know you know check the Wi-Fi or whatever button the the button, and then it and it goes mm-hmm. and it measures the speed, and then it adds that to your Airbnb. So I did that in all of our Airbnbs while I was over there in Dallas there today. So I was like, ah, pretty cool, man. That's, That's your fast Wi-Fi badge? We got <laughs> Most of them. Yeah, most of them. The only one that the only one that wasn't the, the like a fast Wi-Fi badge was it's, it's one we're arbitraging from uh, someone who owns the condo, you know, themselves. They own the condo and that but they and they they're the ones providing the Wi-Fi for us. So, you know how you could always call up AT&T or Spectrum and say, hey, can I get the fast? Can I try out that faster one? They usually give it to you for free. I guess he hadn't done that. Now we impressed him. But it, it was it was strong. It wasn't labeled as fast. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. So that was the only one. So all the other ones, you know, we had really fast Wi-Fi. I haven't done mine yet. I need to do it. Connect to the yeah. Wi-Fi over there. I'll probably be it. Well, yeah, actually, I'll be at one of my units this weekend. That would be, yeah. So it's been a while since I've been into that one. I'll check it out, see if I do that. But you ready for the uh, influx of shitty ass guests? Uh, well, <laughs> why do you that, say that? The new updates. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, I, I didn't know the rest. Okay, why are you saying more shitty guests are gonna? Oh man, they uh, they they extended their uh, coverage. Airbnb did their coverage for hey, uh, loss of income protection for the host, uh-huh. uh, the um, pet damage, all of that. You know, they're doing that because uh, they still ain't making the guests pay a security deposit. So hey, they're basically saying, hey, we're going to let some fucked up guests come in and fuck up your shit, but we'll pay for it. <laughs> basically, <I> mean, <laughs> that, that's basically what they said, <laughs> you know. Hey, uh, we, yeah. we, we filed a pet claim the other day. Someone snuck in a dog and we said, you know. We, it, you know, the, the fee plus the clean, you know, extra cleaning. It was like we charged them 150 bucks. Yeah. And of course, and, and Airbnb called us up pretty quickly and said, hey, you know, we can't get a hold of that guest. They're not answering our calls, of course. Um, but we're going to go ahead and just send us the receipts of the cleaning, blah, 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 and we'll reimburse you. I was like, yeah. wow, that was freaking easy. Yeah, then the, that that person who snuck in the pets and go fuck up somebody else's shit. <laughs> <laughs> For real, that's how Airbnb is. They can go fuck up somebody else's shit. But we'll, we'll, we'll pay you out, you know? As long as Airbnb is paying for it, man. <laughs> but yeah, that's, uh, but they sever in that relationship, in my opinion. But uh, yeah, other than that, uh, the loss of income thing, I think they're definitely trying to hop into that proper and safely space from what it sounds like. So mm. definitely going to be interested to see what, how it, what that brings. Nice, nice. Well, cool. Well, thank y'all for listening. And we will see y'all next week. We are out. Peace. Later. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.